What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. This is Which Way Now. My name's Evan Shank, your host, and we are going to be talking about some really, really cool stuff today. This applies to everybody in entrepreneurship, no matter where you're at in the process. The requirement is taking action. You're not an entrepreneur if you haven't been doing anything. At that point, you're just wanting to be an entrepreneur. So if you're here, no matter if you've taken a lot of action or you're just getting into it, we're talking about the actions that are required to succeed in life and in business. We're going through what's keeping us from taking action. Why are you not moving forward? Also, how do you know if the timing's right? Do you need to do some more research before you move forward? Well, I've got some tips and some tricks and some ideas to toss at you in this episode that's going to help you discern whether the timing is right. Are you getting in your own way a little bit here? I'm going to share some interesting stories that are going to help you realize you're not alone and the path to success requires failure. So lean into it, lean into it, slide right on in and enjoy life through this process. We're all refining ourselves as we move forward. I'm a little preachy. I'm a little excited. I wrote out all these notes this morning and I just hammered it out. So let's toss you over to the intro and I'll see you in the podcast. Thanks for being here. Attempting to simplify the complexities of entrepreneurship and what makes for a good life. This podcast is riddled with questions, ideas, philosophical food for thought, tangible takeaways, and honest stories that highlight one man's journey. My name's Evan Shank. Welcome to the podcast, Which Way Now? So we're here in the new year, 2022, and it's time to take action. However, action itself is a really challenging thing to do for some people more than others, but it's inevitable that we're all facing the requirement of taking action to turn our life from what it is today into the life that we want to have. And for entrepreneurs, taking action needs to be a daily occurrence. This is necessary and required because your success directly hinges on the actions you take. <laughs> so when I was a little bit younger, I'm 30 now, I turned 31 this year, and back when I was 14, 15-ish, right there, right before they handed me the keys to start learning how to drive, I remember sitting shotgun while my mom was driving us somewhere, and I just remember asking her, like, how do you stay in the lane? How, do you, how does that work? It seems like everybody's, for the most part, pretty good at that. And she, it took her a second because she was like, well, I've not really been asked that before. But it seemed like a very valid question to me because it seems challenging. Like you could do anything with this wheel. And she said, well, once you're sitting and the wheel's in front of you, uh, you pick that up pretty quick. <laughs> and I almost felt kind of silly for asking. But, you know, it was interesting because I wanted to drive so bad. I was really excited to turn 16 and you know it when 16 came around and I had done the practice, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, I was very excited to grab that driver's license and take off. I had a Hyundai Tiburon. I can't remember what year it was, um, but it had been modded out. So it was like obnoxiously loud. 
I was just like the jerk dude driving down the street, just revving through and like pushing the clutch and, you know, doing the whole thing. But going back in between when I had asked mom about steering and actually driving, there was this process of learning how to drive. And what was funny, once again, a story with my mom is she was driving, her car was a Jeep Wrangler. She's always been a Jeep chick and she's got a Wrangler now, but the one from way back in the day, uh, we were driving that and it was a six speed, um, manual transmission. So, and if you've driven those, it has a really stiff clutch spring. So that clutch pedal is really hard to push. So it takes quite a bit of confidence to get in there and start um, doing the thing with this vehicle. Plus, it had a ton of torque in the first and second gear because it was a Jeep. It was made to be off-road and kind of move slow and crawl over things, whatever. (laughs) And I have endless amounts of memories of popping the clutch and basically room, 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 room (laughs) to where every time the car would move, I'd push on the gas a little bit more. And then it kind of got us almost to the point where we're about to pop a wheelie in this, in this vehicle. And, and then of course, you know, popping the clutch and then stalling it in traffic and heavy traffic. And the moral of the story of me bringing that up is I think about this as we talk on this, because I wanted to be able to drive more than the fear of learning how to would hold me back. Does that make sense? And that's kind of what we're going to talk about. As we move into talking about entrepreneurship and pushing this out to those that are wanting to get into this path or they're already finding themselves somewhere on the journey of entrepreneurship, I've always thought it's just one of the coolest career paths. And even in recent years, it still feels like this, for me, this elite superhero costume-deserving title And I just, I couldn't be more excited about all of the twists and turns and opportunities and wild outcomes that can come from it, whether good or bad. It's kind of like the world is your oyster uh, if you take, take on this path of entrepreneurship. If you're listening to this, it's likely that you're already doing that or thinking about stepping into it. And there's really two types of entrepreneurs as I sit down and think about this. And there's basically the ones with the ideas and the willingness to execute on them. And then there's the ones with the ideas, but they're not executing. And at that point, I've heard the term, instead of entrepreneur, they say want-trepreneur, (laughs) want-trepreneur. And you're basically, you're not an entrepreneur, you're just a dreamer. Entrepreneurs are those that take action. And they're across the board, big action, small action, it doesn't matter. But the fact of the matter is you have to take action. And that's what we're talking about, the actions required to succeed. So what is it that keeps us from taking action? Speaking on from the emotional side of things. Well, I think there's three things that we should talk about here. Number one, What's keeping you from taking action? Likely, some of your ego. Now, ego, I'm not going to get into what that actually means, and there's a lot of different understandings of what that term means to people. But overall, just your own perception of yourself and how, the, how you think that the world looks at you. You don't want to look stupid. Why do we not take an action and, and do something that we've never done before? maybe start a podcast or hit record on a video. It's because we don't want to look stupid. We don't want to say something that's inaccurate or wrong or we don't want to stutter or 
look dumb. We got a pimple on our face. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. But that's one thing that keeps us from taking action is our own ego of not looking the way that we want to look in front of the world. But the fact of the matter is you have to put yourself out there, right? The next thing that keeps people from taking action is a fear of failure. And whether you're unsure that it'll work, maybe you just need to research this thing before you get into it more. And then that's where you can get into this like procrastination loop and feeling like you need to continue to do the research and analyze your options before ever trying anything. And I think that there is some validity in that. I think it's good that we calculate our steps before we actually step out into it. But everything requires a bit of a leap of faith at the end of the day, right? The third thing that keeps people from taking action is the opposite of what I just said. We had the fear of failure, but there's also the fear of success. And this is an interesting one because a lot of people don't really think about it. But you might be scared that this big idea that you want to jump at, or small idea, you're scared that it'll work. (laughs) I mean, think about that. And if it works, then what the heck are you supposed to do next? Because now you're kind of on the hook and you have a win on your record. So at this point, you're one and oh, that's pretty good, pretty good record, right? I mean, so far you're undefeated. So you definitely in your head, going back to ego a little bit, you can't afford a loss now. You can't afford to slip backwards. Not that you actually are, but these are the head games that we have as entrepreneurs. So out of those three, what is it that's keeping you from taking action? Is it your ego, which is kind of attached to all of these things we're talking about, your fear of failure, or your fear of actually succeeding? And you know, number three, I think, applies a lot for me. I think number three and number one apply a lot to me. Because of course, I don't want to look stupid, but I'm putting myself out there. I've got my phone recording this podcast. I've got the setup so that I've got nice audio, and I'm going to push this out to the world. This is episode six, baby. So uh, five chances at it so far, and we're going to just keep on going because, you know, as I've said in other episodes, I will just kind of jump off script here for a second and say, progress over perfection. Just move. Get into it, which speaks pretty well to this concept, of course. But here's the thing. Taking action isn't always at the expense of preparedness. This is a key point. Taking action isn't always at the expense of preparedness. Although over-preparation is a bad habit among myself and many others. And I kind of already touched on that a little bit. But don't start to say, oh, well, the reason I'm not doing this or the reason I'm not doing that is because I've got to figure out what, how it's going to work and I need to do like the risk assessment analysis and figure out if it's actually going to help the company. Is this actually what I want to do? All of these things that creep in and really you're just making excuses for yourself. Like maybe I should do a hundred test podcast episodes before I actually hit record and then post the thing. Eh, you know what, for the sake of this podcast and what I've told you I want this to be about is sharing my journey, which means showing the ugly side. And as we move forward in on the timeline, coming into 2022, this is my first episode of 2022, <laughs> moving forward, people are looking for authenticity. People are looking to connect with one another. People are looking for real humans that are in these businesses. They don't want to work with a robot. They don't want to feel like they're just another number 
in line for this thing. They want to feel that relationship. So being authentic and just going after it, it kind of, it allows you to, at least from my perspective with this podcast, using this as the example, is is it allows me to not be so perfect and focus on the progress over the perfection. So I've been reading this book. I have it on my iPad, so it's an e-book, and it's called Just Go With It by Mandy Gilbert, and you can find it on Amazon and all that, Um, and I highly recommend it. I'm not done with it, but I was reading some of it last night, and I think it applies really well because in a certain point in her career, well, Mandy had started this um, recruitment agency, um, and she had gotten to the point where she wanted to expand, and so I think she's Correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, um, or just give me the grace if I am wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure she's out of Canada, I think. Uh, But anyway, she opened two more offices. She opened a Cincinnati location and an Amsterdam, Amsterdam location. And without thinking through it much, um, it ended up being a total failure. And as she's describing how she felt and what else was going on and her reasons behind jumping at it, she's also explaining, hey, you know, it might have been my strength, but it was also my weakness that I just jumped into things and didn't really prepare or think about it. And so she had to close the doors on it because it didn't work out for a multitude of reasons. And so in the eyes of just business, it was a total failure, right? But overall, for her and her journey, her story, and who she is as an entrepreneur, it led her into all these new lessons, and then uh, it also turned into an insane success for her on the other side. And so like on this example of, okay, I want to expand into and open some new offices, maybe that's where you're at. But the question is, how do I know if the timing's right? Um, do, Do I have all my ducks in a row? And I don't want to be prepared, unprepared, and uncalculated, right? So here's kind of a process that I think might help you out. So in this setting, me talking into a microphone, talking to you guys, I can't answer the question of if the timing's right for you or not. But maybe if you have a trusted friend that understands this a little bit, or even a business coach that knows your circumstance more, you might actually be able to get some advice and some direction from them on the timing. Hey, you might want to wait a few more months until you accomplish X or Y or Z. Or, hey, no, I think this is a great idea. You should have done this a long time ago. Let's get to it. This is one of those areas where if you have the right people around you that understand your industry, um, business in general, and understand you and what you're chasing after, you might actually be able to get some tangible advice. Because in a lot in a lot of these types of conversations on topics that I've talked about on this podcast and what we'll talk about in the future, it's one of those things where nobody can answer it for you. It's a you thing. We can just talk about primal truths and things to go off of so that you can come up with your own answer for yourself. So reach out to a trusted friend or a coach and ask them, say like, hey, how does this look on paper to you? Is this timing right? Or is is there something that I'm not seeing? So you can always lean into that. In tandem, also ask yourself, what's at stake? What is the risk of taking action on this idea? Going back to the ego, fear of, fear of failure and fear of success. What is the risk of this action that you wanna take? If it turns out horrible, what does failure look like in that situation? And 
a lot of times it's not quite as bad as you think. If you just basically put it down on paper as straight up and honest and as objective as possible and try to strip your emotions out of it, you might realize that the failure is really not that bad in a lot of cases. And here's a fact of life, everyone. Everything has a calculated risk to it. Sitting in a chair, you risk falling to the ground. Did I think about the the risk that was in sitting this sitting in this chair before I did it? Did I think about that as I was approaching my desk and my chair to record this? No. Because I've sat in so many chairs and, you know, so far the success rate is pretty stinking high. <laughs> so just remember everything has a calculated risk to it. And the question is for you, is this risk worth it? If it goes horrible, what's that look like? If it goes amazing, like better than anybody could expect, what would that be like? And likely it's probably gonna land somewhere in between those two things, right? But what you also find is the people that are willing to take action, even if they don't ultimately win um, and find success um, or fulfillment from the thing that they shot at that time, the fact that they've been practicing shooting their shot really just sets them up for a, an insanely successful life in the in the end. And that's kind of really, if we were going to turn this into a two-minute podcast, that's really all we needed to say on it. But just like the chair, you also must trust in yourself and, and the process because risk and stepping into risk also comes into this idea of trust and what what do you have to lean into and rely on. You got to, as an entrepreneur, trust in yourself and trust the process of failures and successes. It's not the straight line is the path to success is not a linear straight line up as we've probably all heard. It's all zigzaggy and goes all over the place. And that's just how it looks on paper. That's also happening internally for you as well. No matter how successful you actually are, the biggest, best people out there that are crushing it and making it on the covers of magazines or that are doing exactly what you see as your dream career and dream life. They're just normal people, man. (laughs) We're all normal people. And so trust comes from putting in the reps. It comes from putting in the reps. And confidence, clarity, and wisdom then begins to kind of show up over time. And it helps you better discern what to let go of, what's a bad idea, and what to take action on. What's a great idea? You're going to be able to start answering this question of how do I know if the timing's right? How do I know if this is a good idea? You learn that by either leaning into the people around you that can guide you appropriately. And now their success rate's not going to be perfect either in their advice to you, but it's something you can lean into. And then it's also just putting in the reps, man. You're not going to build anything without putting in the reps. That's just how it goes. And going back to the whole risk assessment, the question, and I think this is key. I've been really saying this to myself a lot. I actually have this statement showing up on my iPhone pretty much every day, and then I snooze it, and then the reminder comes back the next day. But it, it is detach yourself, detach your emotions from the outcome of the situation. If I if this podcast gets one view, am I going to be frustrated? Is that going to be a little bit deflating? 
Well, if I'm honest, yeah. (laughs) But I, as we all need to, I need to detach myself from an expectation of a certain outcome. Now, it's fine to want certain things or maybe I want a hundred listens on this podcast within the first few weeks or whatever. I mean, the numbers don't really matter here, but it's fine to have that. But is that going to start shaking um, my foundation of confidence in myself and in this process? If I don't hit that, I need to detach myself from the outcome, whatever it is. And you need to as well. So those are some things to think about when you're trying to figure out, is the timing right to take action on this thing? Because we know, as we've already discussed, we have to take action if we want to get anywhere in life. And I'm passionate about saying that because that's what I'm preaching to myself. That's why I wanted to talk on this topic. (laughs) And that's what I am doing and trying to do even better. And I will say this, going off of my notes a little bit, another, I wouldn't call it a resolution, but I guess you could say that, is as I come into this new year of 2022 and looking into the future, I've kind of made this little promise or this little handshake agreement with myself of once a week, and the number is arbitrary, but once a week, do something that makes you uncomfortable. Do something that makes you nervous. Put in the reps Spend time in the place of discomfort. It's just like with lifting. The reps that really count when you're lifting weights are those last reps where it's really challenging. Now, outside of doing it wrong to where you're going to injure yourself and go backwards, those are the reps that you need to really dig into and try to push for as hard as you can when it actually starts to hurt. And the same thing is true for life and in business and in everything. That's what I want to do on this podcast is talk about these primal truths. And that is the last reps mean the most. Put in all the reps, but when it gets challenging, when you're nervous, when the odds are against you, lean into it. And the more that you do that, the less ner- the less nerves you're going to have as you go into it. The less... Um, the more you're going to be able to just trust in yourself in these uncertain situations. It's like the first time you go in for an interview, oh, you're nervous as heck. Like it's, it's, you're, you're sweating underneath all your clothes. You're like tapping your toes and, and your brain's going all over the place. But after X amount of interviews, whatever that is for you, you start to kind of find your stride with it, right? The important thing is trust in yourself, trust in the process and detach from the outcome, put in your reps, lean into the people around you, and then lean into yourself. And you'll be able to do that more and more based on the amount of reps that you're putting in. It all goes back to taking action. So I've been listening to the Rich Roll podcast. I'm a Spotify dude. I am hashtag not sponsored, but hey, that would be sweet. Um, I was listening to this episode uh, on of the Rich Roll podcast, and Mel Robbins was on there, and she's just this powerhouse woman that does a lot of speaking, and she's written books. And I want to tell you about what she had. She was telling telling him on this on this episode about when she self published her book, The Five Second Rule, which ended up being crazy successful. But this little excerpt of story is before that happened. 
So the reason she self-published the the book was because she wanted to do it on her own terms, right? She didn't want a publisher coming in and telling her what can be in the book, what can't be, and then how the promo strategy was going to be and how it was all going to work, plus the cut that they take, the whole thing. So she self-publishes this book without even thinking about it. It's basically releasing on the same day as a Tony Robbins book, which obviously powerhouse name. Um, just like way above her as far as attention and following to where, of course, he's just going to like be all over the bestsellers list and all this stuff, cardboard cutouts of him at the front of the bookstores. What she didn't realize was that by self-publishing, she wasn't like she wasn't eligible to be in bookstores, wasn't eligible to be on bestseller lists, which really, 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 if you're an author, helps the sales of your book to do it without either the push in the the power that a publisher can bring, you better have just like a ton of, like a huge following. And she said she had like an email list of 8,000 people. But basically, long story short, she pushed pushed out like the release of her book, The Five Second Rule, out to her audience because she had to do her own promo, right? No support. And it was on Amazon, and you, so you could buy the physical book on Amazon. Uh, but then all of a sudden, it basically got pulled off of the site. And as she looked into it, what had happened is because it was a self-published book, it just kind of, you know, it was just like a normal new product on Amazon, but it got this huge surge of orders. Um, huge. I mean, I'm using air quotes for those listening. Um, I don't know what that number was, but it was enough to where Amazon thought it was fraud. And so they basically marked the book as being sold out, that it was out of inventory because they were just looking into it, right? And so she thought this was a total failure and all of this stuff and the point that I'm trying to get to is she really put herself out there, right? She wrote this book. She's proud of it. She's going up against big names like Tony Robbins as far as on the bookshelves. And she's going about it very bootstrap route. And as everything's just crashing and crumbling around her, this is what stuck out to me. is She, she said that the only thing that kept her sane in those moments was repeating, this moment is preparing me for something bigger, something better, something amazing. And I just wanted to share that because once again, even if the outcome is miserable or just a little bit less than ideal, you're going to wrestle with that no matter who you are, no matter what it is, no matter how experienced you are. It's a constant process of detaching from the outcome. And so what she had to do is basically meditate and continue to say this mantra of this moment is preparing me for something bigger, something better, something amazing. And like I've said, as long as you keep taking action and putting in the reps, you'll almost certainly get to where you're working towards. The cool thing about that, and I, the reason I can say that with so much confidence, not only from my own experiences in life, but this just seems to be a universal truth that applies to all of the greats, all of the successful, using air quotes again, successful people of the world that have attained what they were you know, chasing after and working hard for. This is a universal truth and they've all experienced it firsthand and you deserve to feel this experience for you firsthand as well. As long as you keep taking action and putting in the reps, you'll almost certainly get to where you're working towards. It's almost guaranteed. Now the path is gonna be challenging 
you're going to question yourself. You're going to have no idea which way to go next. There's going to be lots of forks in the roads. There's going to be lots of mountains to climb and a lot of valleys to, you know, I guess climb down, (laughs) to go down into. And overall, I just want to wrap this up with a bit of a conclusion that business and life, it's a long, windy road. So here's kind of five steps. Number one, take the baby steps because there's still steps. Do something small and incremental each day or each week, whatever works for you. Depends on what you're trying to go after, where you're at in the process, and what what resources you have around you. But rely on yourself and take in those baby steps and be okay with a less than ideal outcome because as soon as you can settle with that, it's not so bad anymore. Even if it is bad as far as the expectation of what you were hoping to see happen, you're going to be able to be okay with it. So take the baby steps, put in the reps, detach from the outcome, look for the lessons in every win and especially every loss because at the end of the day, man, it's, it's about the journey. It's not about the finish line. It's fun to have something to chase after this finish line mentality of a thing to run towards. But the thing that actually sharpens you and makes your life valuable is not that you got to the finish line. It's every step that you took along the way. That's what makes us as humans, whether in business and in life. And lastly, you're not the only one going through this at all. So if you feel lonely, reach out, connect with me. EvanShank75 on Instagram. Um, You can find me on LinkedIn as well. Um, Just search my name. And um, part of this podcast is to... Try to lead by example that you don't have to have the perfect content. You don't have to be a successful entrepreneur to talk about entrepreneurship. I felt like I needed to have all of my ducks in a row before I ever hit record and bought a microphone to do this thing. I thought that I needed to have all of these personal stories of crazy success. I thought I needed to have like all of these big powerhouse names that I rubbed elbows with and went out for drinks and dinner with, the fact of the matter, that's not true. And there's a lot of people like you doing something and feeling a little let down at times, a little confused at times, but still really passionate about this world of entrepreneurship in the, in the life that it can provide to you and to know that you did it on your own, that you set yourself up, that you did that. Now, granted, it takes a village, right? It's not only you, but at the same time, you know, I'm only gonna be the person responsible for me as far as air in my lungs, and same for everybody else. So yeah, we work together to accomplish big things, but it requires every single person to show up. So don't forget to show up for yourself reach out. Let me know what you think about this episode, what you'd like to see. I'm excited. I almost, I'm a little nervous to even say, but I think I'm going to get into some interviews on this podcast soon because I'd love to just hear other stories and continue to rub elbows with other people that I don't get the chance to as much. And this is going to be a really fun thing. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast and giving me your time today. I hope you found some value in this. If you have questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is, hit me up at evanshank75, or you can check out my website. It's always, <laughs> seems to always be in a work in progress, evanshank.com. Once again, thanks for being here. Peace. Well, that does it for this episode. You can always reach out to me directly on my Instagram at evanshank75 with any thoughts or questions you may have. I'd love to connect and hear your story. Make sure you follow and subscribe and also leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to this on. My only question to you is, which way now? <laughs>